and I'm Tracy, and we are Real Women. Welcome, Dawn. Welcome, everybody that's listening. It's caffeine cast time, and Dawn, while we were chatting and prepping, came up with one she wanted to talk about as a topic for our little 15, 20 minute kick your heels off, have a cup of coffee, and remember, folks, if you're driving, don't go and drink your coffee and don't kick your heels off. You need to keep your fingers on the steering wheel and your feet on the pedals. So Dawn, what's our topic today? So I was at my uh, mastermind day last week and we did a mindset uh, exercise, which was interesting. But there was just one little bit of that that I found was interesting emotionally that may be of use to other people. So this was quite a long questionnaire that we did, but it's just two questions that I wanted to bring up. The first question was, who are the critical people in your family? And so we wrote those down. And the next question was, how much time a day do you spend with them? And I don't know if it was the combination of writing those names down, so you've got it right there in front of you, not knowing what the next question was going to be. Uh, so you sort of sat there with your book and, you know, husband, children, grandchildren, my dad were the critical people, my nieces. They were the people that I wrote down as my sort of critical family members. Um, and then the next question was how much time a day do you spend with them? And on Looking at my list of my critical family members, uh, it made me quite sad. I don't actually spend a lot of time with them. And then this kind of flood of thought came through. It was like, okay, and those that I spend the most time with, I happen to do that by default because they live with me. But how present am I? in spending time even with those that we happen to see more often because we happen to live with them um and it's impacted me actually it's made me think it's it's just made me think that and i was in a room uh uh, a group you know there was i think there was about eight of us there that day and we all had this emotional response and and we're all in business established businesses we're you know probably all workaholics probably probably (laughs) or definitely definitely Um, and so it was just really interesting to be sat around this table with my peers and we all responded very similarly to it in in regards to we don't prioritize spending time or being present with the most critical human beings in our lives and it re- it spanked me a little bit tracy i cried actually i actually cried uh, yeah yeah i had one of those meltdown cry moments at the weekend as well but that's another story um so i'm slightly puzzled okay and i'm guess this is where other people go when they get this question so with it that the suggestion is we're meant to spend more time with these critical people or is the suggestion that we shouldn't spend as much time with these critical people? 
was absolutely, I think that's why it was interesting for me. There was no context to the delivery of the questions. So the questions were asked and you it landed with you how it landed with you. It was interesting that we all kind of responded the same at the acknowledgement that we didn't spend enough time slash when we did spend more time with family members, we weren't present. So I don't mm. think there's a lot wrong. I don't think I don't think there was a uh, a I don't think it wasn't a leading question. There was no context to it. Who are the critical people? Write them down. How much time a day do you spend with them? And however that lands with you, lands with you. Yeah, I fucking hate questions like that because you're sat there going, have I got this right? Is this right? Is that wrong? Oh, what, do they mean this? Do they mean that? It really messes my brain up. So actually what I should have done then, in which case the, the mindset exercise that we did, uh, the, there was... I don't know, probably 20 questions altogether. They weren't written down. Um, I asked them one by one. Um, but the prefix to that is that there's no right or wrong. So we weren't expecting a context. It literally, the questions were what the questions were. Um, and it made me really sad that I prioritise, like sometimes... My son might phone them and say, we're taking the dogs for a walk. Do you want to come? I'm like, oh, I just need to get this shopping done and get this washing done. And, you know, on a Saturday, which isn't a work day, and I just need to do that. Da, 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 and and oh, actually, I'll leave it. And I taught myself out of it. Uh, and I already fixed my head that if I stop doing what I need to do to go and do that thing, which is something as simple as walking the dogs together, something as stupidly simple as that, that I prioritise my jobs, my Saturday jobs, if you like, in anticipation for being irritated that I've stopped doing my jobs and gone and took the dogs for a walk with family. And actually, there hasn't been a single solitary time when I do that. I love it. We have a lovely time. It's just so nice. Just uh, might only be half an hour or something. And it, it, it pulled me into how often I do that and it, that's that's shocking I do it a lot and it's quite funny because at the end of the day my good old mom used to remind me when when Ollie was little and still a baby spend all the time you can with him because the cobwebs will, cobwebs will still be there for you to clean later it, well exactly and and it's not like somebody's asking me to do something that's not pleasurable right exactly walking the dogs with the family that's quite a nice thing to do isn't it, it I, I, and that's just one example there are other examples that is a real simple example of how we take each other for granted it's i think i think that's true cuz when when you asked that question, obviously it landed with me. Yeah, as it did when you asked it. And um, it landed with me in a bit of a, I don't know what word to call it, a bit of a sad way, really. So the most critical people in my life were probably my mum and dad, and they're not here anymore. So the how many hours a day do you spend with them actually lands like a bloody dagger in the heart. I don't. Do I spend part of the day thinking of them? Sometimes, yeah. 
um, as I just did, do things happen where I think, what would mum say? And then I'll laugh about what she would have said. But it's also, you know, my son now lives in London. I live in Yorkshire. So it's great when he comes up, I get to spend time with him. And I do consciously, I do aim to be more present with him when he's there. Although sometimes he's not as present with me. So it defeats the object. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Well, the next thing that I wanted to throw in the pot and what's coming to me as you're speaking is we don't just take those members of our family and loved ones for granted, but we take time for granted. Yeah. Early 20s. He, at the moment, hasn't even smelled mortality. (laughs) So his measure of time and all of that is never going to be the same as us in our 50s no I mean even in your 40s when you think about it you're in your 40s you start to get more when I say you I can only come from my own experience I started to get more sense of mortality but not in a big way in the sense that my brain was still you've probably got half your life left to live yeah yeah roll on 15 17 years later and it's like shit We're like, we're like, we're like, you know, we're what, 70% of the way through potentially. And I think the other thing that you get to that sense of, because I think you're right, sometimes it's when we're prioritising what we do, whether we see the family, I don't necessarily think, I don't want to go see them. I occasionally think I'll go down and see my sister and then think I can't be asked, which is appalling in its own right. Cause it's like, no, I've got the car out, got to go out in the rain, got to drive down there. And yeah, I love it when I go down and just, even if it's only 10 minutes, just go down my sister's, have a cup of coffee, put the world to rights and come home again. But sometimes I do that thing of, oh, I can't be bothered. And yeah. in lots of way that that's sort of me prioritizing my time not in a sense of prioritizing time but in a sense of prioritizing the shit that goes on in life because let's face it I don't fucking like hoovering but I do it I don't like cleaning the cobwebs but I do it so that's what I call my shit that goes on in life it's shit stuff to do but we need to do it or I do because I can't live in squalor but we prioritize the stuff that is insignificant above the stuff that actually makes us truly fucking happy. Why do we do that? Why do we do that? You know, as it came out of my mouth, I'm thinking, oh my God, how often do I prioritise inconsequential shit above going and spending time and having a laugh or a chat with my friends my family and I'll like you said at the weekend I've got all this stuff to do but it's the weekend be really nice to pop down the shops with my sister or my friend or um and it suddenly just dawned on me I think so many people out there prioritize inconsequential shit with with time with friends and family that you can't get that time back. And it, it's, it, I think being now you and I are in our, you know, we're nearer 60 than what we are 50. We're in our prime, darling. Is, we're in our prime. We're we in are. our prime. 
do I don't think I've had an era in my life previously where I have been as aware so much of mortality combined with and we've both gone through this over the last few years burying our parents and things like that um so mortality has become a a, a topic in my mind in a way that I hadn't done before and yet and yet I still take time for granted in a way that I yeah. haven't realised. Do you know, in some ways, I think I think it's probably, a, and I'm going to use the word sin, but I don't mean it in any, any heavy sense. I think it's a sin that actually we probably take time for granted more than we consider being present in a conversation because... At the end of the day, if you think about it, if it's all about time and the fact that we've all got this shit to do outside of the stuff that goes on in business and seeing friends and all this stuff, would it matter if we went and spent five minutes with a friend but were 100% present and we were still, we were not taking time for granted? It was, I'm going to make these five minutes count because... I've got other things going on that mean I can't spend 50 minutes. To me, that seems like a, I'm always up for a solution, but to me, that seems more important. You know, five minutes, 100% present. That, that to me has more impact than 50 minutes of sitting on my phone and playing a game or reading my emails while I'm having a cup of coffee with somebody. Yeah, and so this is this is where my acknowledgement kind of went, which is I've got four children. I spend more time with two of them because they live with me. So that obviously is like obviously. But here's a um, question, Dawn, for you, if I may. Am I when I'm with the ones that live with me? Yeah, that was the question I was going to ask because you might spend more time with them but is um, that time valued time are you giving to them <laughs> are you giving to them your 100% attention and we're not bad we're not terrible as a family so when we come together actually even when we're not even when we're just living with each other um there will be periods of time where one of us or more than one of us are doing something on our phone. But generally speaking, we're not. So if we're watching a film together, we're watching a film together. If we're eating together, we're eating and we're chatting. Um, we've done quite well. We we do quite well, all of us, actually, um, with regards to... If we went out for dinner, you know, when you go out for dinner and you see a whole family and every one of them have got their head in the phone in a restaurant, that's not us. We're not that. It doesn't happen with us. So I don't think we're terrible at it. Um, but if I'm browsing online of an evening and my son starts chatting to me, I don't necessarily stop browsing. I, I don't, don't think you're on your own with that one. You know, and that's that's as a family culture that isn't horrific with this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we're conversationalists, we, we we actually converse, we talk. Um, the same when the grandchildren come, 
um, they don't bring devices when they come and stop over. We don't we don't do the device thing. Uh, so so we do pretty well. So even though I know we do pretty well on the on that front, I, I still have had to have a little bit of a chat with myself with regards to how present I am or how often I'm present. Yeah, I think it's an amazing question, though, isn't it? And it's one for everybody else to, you know, where does that land with with you guys listening? You know, who are the critical people in your family and how much time do you spend with them? And as Dawn added, how much of that time are you present? I think that's cool. It's so thought provoking, Dawn. What a brilliant, brilliant little bit of chewing the fat for 15 minutes today. So uh, I shall leave that with you, Trace. Yeah, nice. Thank, thanks for shitting that one down from heaven on me. <laughs> Jeez. You know, next time warm me and I'll be armed with an umbrella, my dear. But on that note, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. If you've enjoyed our conversation today, please subscribe and download the podcast. To share your thoughts on this episode or to suggest future topics, connect with us on Instagram at Real Women Podcast. And thank you for listening.